The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report podcast with Dom and Charles. Now, Dom isn't here today, but instead we have, well, I think a global expert in everything. Uh, Oh, well, that's too kind. David Hunt, author of Gert, Gert Nation. True Gert. True Gert. Uh, do, do you write any books that don't have the word Gert in them? Uh, I haven't written any successful books without the word Gert in them. So uh, I'm, I'm pretty re- much re- a one-word guy. You wrote a book about nose-picking once. I did, you? I did. Yeah. What was that called? Uh, the Nose Pixies. Yeah. yeah. I read that to my kids. Yeah. yeah. Did they like it? Well, they thought it was a bit sort of lowbrow Yeah, well, for you know, taste. I get that a lot. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> Australia's most lowbrow historian. I did a podcast with Dom, so I think mm. it's only appropriate that I'm filling in yes. uh, for, for, for Dom on his podcast. But you were the sort of interesting, fact-laden person who knew what they were talking about. Oh, I was the person who knew shit, yeah. Yeah, yeah so the, there's a bit of a conflict because uh, I'm I'm mad on this podcast. I'm the person who... Are know, you the person who knows, knows stuff? Knows everything. And this is a, uh, yeah. this is a successful podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well... You're frightening me, Charles. Yeah, there's, there's something very wrong because our, our ratings keep going up and, yeah... Uh, yeah. There's sort of an inverse law yeah. between uh, knowledge and content and ratings, <laughs> and, and, and you've you've, yeah. you've worked that one out. Good. The mainstream, yeah, mainstream Australia has listened, hmm. and uh, they've judged this as the way to get their information. More after this. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Now, Dave, the reason you're on here is because a couple of days ago, we came across this fantastic story in England where they've decided... And this is true. Like this is not like you know the news from two hundred years ago. This is like happening in twenty twenty three. You, you realise I am a historian, Charles. Yeah. I do the news from yeah. two hundred years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. But England yeah. has honestly decided to deal with their quote unquote refugee problem, the the fact that they've got some refugees that they need to house, by setting up a barge. To put them on yeah. like, in the middle of the water. right? Yeah, it's, which, the, the fun ship, I yeah, think they call it. Which is exactly what happened in the lead up to yeah. Australia being founded where yeah. convicts, well, no, convicts, prisoners yeah. in the sort of 1770s yeah, yeah, yeah. filled up all the British prisons and instead they put barges on the Thames and filled those up as well. Yeah, look, you've got to give it to the English. Um, you know, they say that history never repeats but in England it always does. 
cars and they've decided to recycle an idea from 1775. Mm. Uh, William William Eden, Secretary of State for the Colonies, mm. during the American War of Independence, Britain had been shipping all of its criminals to America for several decades. And when the Americans said, we want to run our own race, they said to the Brits, we don't want your nasty pickpockets and sheep thieves. You can mm. keep them. Yes. And so Britain, back in the day, prisons were only used to hold people awaiting trial. They didn't have anything for people who'd already been convicted. Oh, so, so that, what happened when she'd been convicted? Uh, well, you were either shipped to America yeah. or you were whipped or hanged. Oh. Oh. or uh, so, so the idea of imprisonment was not a form of punishment. It didn't occur to them, hang on, we could just keep them in this hellish prison. Well, it did when the Americans said, uh, mm. we're not taking your prisons anymore. And so yeah. what they, they, the hulks were actually a legal fiction. So What? Yep. So people who were sentenced to transportation, mm. p- because the, the, the judges kept on sentencing people to be shipped out. Yes. Britain had nowhere to ship them to. So yes. they said, well, we can put them on ships. Ships, yes. A- and, and the ships might leave sometime soon, next mm. Thursday, possibly. Yes. And they had to wait 13 years until New South Wales was set up as a convict colony. And so people were just detained on these floating prison hulks mm. in, in the river. And, 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 and they've gone for the, the, the same idea now. And when they set up the barges, mm. they didn't actually go, oh, it'll probably be Australia. Like, they, in, they, in actual fact, it was a bit of a sales pitch by yeah. Sir Joseph Banks to yeah. say, hey, you know what we could do? We could yeah. send all those criminals across the, uh, the three, other side three, of the world. Three years later in 1778, uh, came up with the idea for, for um, a convict colony at Botany Bay. Mm. So the Brits wanted, obviously, to win the American uh, Revolu- uh, American oh, War of Independence. In, in which case they could In which case they just, you know, resumed their... Yeah. their uh, but, yeah, they didn't. And so what was amazing is that the Hawks actually remained in place until the 1840s. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The idea of, of punishing people with imprisonment sort of uh, took took root at the back end of the 18th century, but they still didn't have enough prisons. And mm. so, hey, we've got a ship that's not really very seaworthy. Yes. Uh, we'll plug the holes in the bottom of the ship with some criminals. Right. Yeah. And so so, so the barges that they've set, or the barge that they've set up to house mm. these refugees. The Bibby Stockholm, I think it's called, Charles. Right. So unfortunately it's not in the, it would have been very, you know, like very appropriate had it been in the Thames. Like I was sort of planning a trip over to London to just go and see this amazing thing. But You could turn it into a tourist attraction. (laughs) Come and see our imprisoned (laughs) migrants. Yeah. Yeah. But but please don't take pictures. Who who (laughs) actually have done nothing wrong. Oh, well, no. No. What? They're migrants. Oh, right. Uh, By by, by definition. By fleeing for their lives. Well, they, look, Britain has... they're asylum seekers, aren't they? They're, they are. They're people who... And they should be considered lucky that they're not being put in asylums. <laughs> That's what they asked for. They're seeking <laughs> asylums and we put them but, in, in, in floating accommodation. But this wasn't the first idea... Like this is sort of also been a bit of a last resort. It's option. not a resort. No, no, a resort is something like <laughs> yeah. Vanuatu yeah. Uh, or or, yeah. or, uh, or Nau- Fiji. Nauru. No, that's not a resort. <laughs> that that is the last resort. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, uh, Portsmouth. Uh, not no, Portsmouth no, no. in Dorset. But no, no. But well, hang on. But wait a minute. But the barge mm. wasn't the first idea that no. they had, was it? 
it was the, the first idea was why don't we send all the asylum seekers who have come to England to Kenya, Rwanda, oh, to, to Rwanda was it? Rwanda. Oh yeah. my god, the the place where there was that genocide a few years well, ago. Well, look, in yeah. in fairness, uh, it, uh, Britain insists that it is a safe third country. Mm, yes. it's, it's it's probably not safe if you're a, a Tutsi or a Hutu. But look, I mean, in fairness, the Rwandans spent a lot of time killing each other. They probably just yes. don't have the time or energy to kill migrants. But do you think maybe this is the perfect opportunity for them to unite behind a common enemy and uh, kill all the well, British refugees? That well, are look, so so <laughs> Britain has has borrowed um, from the the Australian playbook on yes, on yes. on asylum seekers. Um, yes, and, well, I mean, and, this and, is... and, and it has actually made it. Uh, illegal to enter Britain what? Uh, in, uh, in boats, in small boats. Oh. Uh, in in July, they they uh, sorry in the middle of the year. Uh, stop they, the boats. Well, but stop stop. Do we stop get a, like a commission or something? They they insist that that if you come through improper channels, and apparently the English channel, channel is, is an, an improper, improper channel. channel. Well, it yeah. is French. <laughs> yeah. If you come through improper channels, they say <laughs> you're never going to settle here, and we'll ship you off to Rwanda. Where yeah. you, your your claim will be processed, but then the whole problem is the court mm. of appeal mm. in England went, nah, you can't do that. Yeah. That would be uh, uh, horrific. Yeah, the, uh, the high court said this, you, you can do it. The court of appeal said uh, two to one, no, you can't, mm. uh, because unfortunately uh, uh, the Brits are parties to the uh, European Convention on uh, Human Rights, stupid. Uh, which says human you, rights you, getting in the way again it, of a it, good it idea. It says of uh, a sensible solution. Well, the, and Article Three says you cannot torture people. Ah, come or, Come on. Or, 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 or uh, wishy-washy or treat yeah. them inhumanely. And so uh, the courts have held that uh, Rwanda is not a safe third country uh. and, and, that, and that... How racist. And, and, and that, and, that is racist. And, and that treating, um, uh, putting, you know, sending these mm. people to Rwanda is, is, is inhumane treatment. Uh, they haven't yet considered whether putting them on the fun ship mm. uh, uh, is. Is, is, is inhumane treatment. Uh, but I'm, I'm looking forward to that court case. Well, let's let's uh, have a look at this because so they've stolen the stop the boats idea from yeah, us, and, and now what and they're doing is stock the boats. And yeah, we stock the boats. Uh, we yeah. want to put people on but boats. We're going to put we're going to yeah. stop the boats, yeah. but then also put them on the boats that yeah. we presumably in an improper channel. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you are boat people. Yes. You should be used you to being. Boats. You should like yes. boats. Yes, uh, like, but all these things, like the, just the general vibe of, of England's mm, politics mm, is just a total copy and paste. Mm, like literally Lyndon Crosby, I think it is, mm, went over there. He was Lib's advisor under Howard. Yeah, and Crosby texted uh, Polster. Yeah, and, and, uh, and yeah. Sir, so he's, he's been knighted for his services for being a cop. Yeah, and well, Britain. I think he's he's been he's been knighted for his services to the copy and paste function in Microsoft Word because what he basically did is he yeah. went Control C yeah. on Australia's yeah. demonization of refugees from yeah. 20 years ago. Control V did a little search function to replace England with Australia or yeah. whatever. And then that is that's been the politics of the Conservative Party for the last 10 years, where they've decided, well, we can't actually deliver like they've got the lowest rate of economic growth of any Western country in the world and have done for a decade. Mm. Their whole economy is falling off a cliff. Brexit's mm. a disaster. They it's can't a, play cricket. They can't play cricket. Yeah. Most important. 
importantly. Yeah. Uh, their it, fish and chips. It, they it, don't. They don't put tartare sauce on their fish and chips. It rains, Who are these people? It rains on the outer courts of Wimbledon all the time. I yeah. mean, the whole place is a fucking it's a nightmare. Joke. It's a joke. And so, and we were talking about this the other day, which is if your government can't actually, you know, provide for you by, you know being good, what you do is you create an external enemy. You you do the other thing. Hmm. You do the thing that they've done in Singapore so well. Well, they did that first with Europe. Europe yeah. was the external enemy. Yes. Uh, but we're going to leave. But then they joined They've done it. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, so, they left it. So Brexit was sort of like yeah. the, the refugees of a few years ago. Well, that's right. Yeah. Now we've, we've done Brexit. Yes. Uh, we need to find a new enemy. Yes. Mm, uh, that might be the people who uh, are, are having, fleeing for their lives. Are fleeing for their lives yes. who, who want to come here. And the thing is... Because because we've got the details on this barge, right? It's mm. going to cost. So how much does one barge? There must be a fairly cheap solution. One barge, an old barge, it's just like a it's a converted sort it's of a converted barge. Converted barge. Very very expensive. <laughs> yeah. Very expensive refurbishment. Yeah, they're turning uh, two hundred and twenty two single bedrooms. Yes. into accommodation for five hundred. Yes, but, but that's know, how, uh, foreigners are quite small. But you know how they're doing that. Yeah. Bunk beds, which doesn't strike me as that. Like it's not like they ex- cool. oh, expand oh, the oh, amount oh, of space. When I was a kid, I, I loved I loved staying in a bunk bed. But I wouldn't like to stay in a bunk bed indefinitely. But it's <laughs> one point six billion pounds is the cost. Oh, well, not, to keep not, this barge not, open not, for I think a year. No, no, not no, not just this barge. Oh, okay. they've been given. A, and and what I would say oh, okay. when you talk about oh well, that's all right. When, when, when you talk about two years, it's the two Brits. Years. And, and and there will be other barges, hopefully. This is not a one-barge solution. Oh. <laughs> yeah? Uh, yeah? So, I mean, I think the Brits have got the idea of uh, uh, offshore processing uh, in Rwanda, which yeah. has fallen on its ass. Yeah. So now they're going for the policy of just offshore processing, just a few metres offshore. Yes, uh, where yes. Where you uh, Where you, um, you, you place people uh, in the nearest body of water. Body of water. Yeah. Uh, they become yeah. an on-water matter. Yes, of course. Uh, and so you can have the, that whole, what was it, Scott Morrison's yeah. trick was oh, they are matter, there are on-water matters of operational security. Oh, therefore we won't comment on it. We're not allowed to comment uh, on We're going to glue all the portholes shut and not give you ventilation lest you throw your children out of the porthole. Yes. Uh, big problem. Big problem. Big problem. Yes. Uh, so, no, I think I think they've, and, and it is an Australian company that is providing well, this, is the this thing. innovative like, hospitality solution. So Australia comes up with the solution. We also then mm. turn around and come up with the... But the product yeah. for the for the solution, yeah. which is like one point six billion dollars, we're basically like, is this going to be a fear led recovery? Are we going to like? Is Australia going to you know we you know we're done with the whole coal exports? It's going to yeah. go down the drain. Oh, oh, we, we, we can we, export our treating you know, people like shit, treating people like shit yeah. against and you know and absolutely torturing them and trampling on their human well, rights. Let's, let's, as a business model. Now you you realise that as a I'm a lawyer. I must insist that you avoid mm, those right. sorts of words like right. uh, torture and. But, uh, but you just said that that was the thing that tripped them up in the. Uh, well, well, it could have been torture, or it could have been treating them inhumanely. Oh, okay. uh, so yes. yeah, yeah, accusing people of torture is is generally considered uh, a, a no-no. Def- defamatory, uh, perhaps defamatory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but 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 what I would say is that um, what are they called? They they are called. Uh, 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 corporate travel management. Yeah, th- that's the name yeah. of the firm. That's yeah. the Australian firm. The Australian corporate firm. Tra- travel management. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> like, like, but the, but they're not travelling. 
Like these these people are like by definition not traveling. They're not corporate not travel management. That's right. Yeah. Uh, corporate stay and, where and, you are. And who indefinitely are definitely management. Who are these people? What what have they done before? What's their expertise? Oh uh, well, uh, they the contract with the government, they have previously housed UK civil servants and you know, they don't have mm. very very demanding travel needs. Normally just a little bed and breakfast uh, somewhere, you know, with a but also small village pub. if you sort of look into the sex scandals, especially amongst uh, sort of Tory civil servants mm. and, and uh, MPs over the years, they like a bit of torture, don't they? Well, it's normally, I, th- I, th- I think it's normally an orange in your mouth whilst wearing yes. a pair of ladies' stockings and a plastic bag on your head. Yes, yes. I, I, I wonder if corporate travel management actually maybe provides that, that sort of maybe, service. Maybe that's where they they got the, found their edge in so, the torture business. So the government actually has a pre-existing agreement with corporate travel management for travel and venue solutions, mm. uh, and which previously covered official bookings for Conferences, flights, train tickets, hotels, and vehicle hire. I suppose a barge is a vehicle. vehicle. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, right. Okay, so they they know what they're doing. Well, they they do. (laughs) Uh, On on its website, corporate travel management describes itself as a global provider of innovative and cost effective travel solutions spanning corporate events. Leisure, loyalty, and wholesale travel. Well, I suppose their loyalty program is baked in if they've, you know, welded all the yeah. windows shut. Yeah. <laughs> it's sort of they, they offer <laughs> they offer frequent dire points. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. None of the medical advice contained in the Chaser Report should legally be considered medical advice. The Chaser Report. So hang on, and have they done anything in Australia? What? What? what oh, oh very, very successful. Very successful. Uh, quarantine oh, right. hotels uh, during COVID. Oh, right. They, 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 they yes. kept. Um, well. Well, they didn't really keep they, them. They, out. they didn't. There was always those people who escaped. They, they, and they and virus. Well, look, nobody's perfect, Charles. Yeah. I, th- I think. I think you're being a harsh taskmaster. Uh, yeah. Harsh taskmaster. But look, they are expert well, I, I always... at locking people in shitty accommodation. Yes. Uh, with uh, dodgy food services. Yes. Uh, yeah. Here's a stale bread roll. Yes, uh, that's right. Remember or, or, that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was them. Well, you know, I wouldn't like to say, Charles, but but they did provide some of those hotels. Mm. Maybe they were. The better ones, yeah. Okay, maybe, yeah, yeah, likely, uh, well, highly okay. likely. So, but so what I want to talk about now. So, so Australia's got its fingerprints all over this. They do. You yeah. know, they've come up with the the whole policy. They've provided the services to mm. get there, mm. and it's costing a fuck ton. Now, this is very similar to what's happened in Australia, which is, you know, we found out the other day that even though Nauru has zero asylum mm. seekers on it, mm. uh, the government renewed the contract and sent Nauru another $350 million to keep this, you know, essentially a tent city mm. up and running for another year. Oh, mates rates. Yeah. It's, you know. Which is like a million, like almost a million dollars a day to not house anyone in tents, right? You, and you never know when you may need to not house somebody, Charles. Yes. Well, for Christmas Island was mm. kept kept open uh, for years, provided boutique 
hotel services to that lovely Sri Lankan family. Yes. Uh, uh, very right. expensive. We, yes. we, 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 you know, yeah. they so, got but, a good deal. But to me, like, it, it makes me go, maybe, because we look at it and go, what a waste of money. You could sort of solve the housing crisis for actual citizens, you know, with that sort of money, right? Mm. But... Actually, Fun I think bits. when you when get corporate you, travel management to well, solve the housing crisis, very small rooms with bunk beds that would do the job. When you're making up an enemy, yeah, that actually is in no way an enemy that you should really fear, right? Like people, like these people are not, you know, coming here with bombs and and guns. They're, they're not like Russia invading Ukraine. Like that's a real enemy, right? Like who you should actually fear, right? Mm. Instead, these are just people who want to have a life, you know, like rather than be dead, mm. right? And so the amount of money that you spend on them is actually part of the propaganda. Like, oh, my God, you know, these refugees must be a problem. Because we, they are if, costing us. Because they cost us $1.6 billion. So they, this must be a huge problem. Like, it would not actually, like, if you suddenly went, oh, okay, we'll, we'll let them go in the community, it'll only cost, a, you know, a few tens of million of dollars well, to look, sort of. In, in, in fairness to the Brits, they have been housing uh, asylum seekers in hotels. Uh, yes, that's not, right. Uh, and 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 a barge mm. for their just offshore processing is seen as a cheaper solution. I mean, you won't have to provide a, a chocolate under the pillow yes. every night. You won't have to uh, provide a, a white terry towelling dressing gown, mm. and people won't be able to steal the soap and 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 conditioner mm. because they can't get off the boat. But I think also more more specifically, mm. like the threat from the local Ibis Hotel. And the residents, the local Ibis oh, Hotel, yeah. oh. feels a little less fearsome than the f- threat from all those people on the barge in the oh, ocean. What are they doing? The, what, what are they doing yeah, on the barge? It's a more there's a more theatrical yeah. notion to sort of, sort of a, a conglomeration of a whole lot of refugees just on a boat on a boat refugees right. on a boat. Just, uh, you know, at any stage yeah. they could you know get uh, off the boat. Get- <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, oh, they could come here. They could come. Well, they actually, yeah, with their foreign well, arts and crafts. Do you think so? Like, why doesn't Nauru? Because Nauru's going to probably sink anyway due to climate change. Mm. And you know, like they've mined all the bird shit off that island. Mm. There's only ten thousand people in on Nauru. Why don't they just sort put of them all s- on a boat? S- well, no, just slice Nauru off from the. You know, oh, genius. Con- genius. Float tow it, it. Float, tow it. Tow it up to near England mm. and provide, you know, barge-like island services just off the coast of England. I see, think- see, I mean, I, I think there are not enough innovative policy solutions yes. uh, in this area. And I think, Charles, you have perhaps provided yes. a, an innovative policy solution Thank for which you. the UK government would probably slip you a cool billion or, or, or two <laughs> well, if, 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 you, if they listen to this podcast. So, you, you might be giving them ideas. So, Dave, you're in the history game. Mm. You know, how, how's that going in terms of coin? Like, do you, do you make a billion dollars a year or, you know? Mm. Well, I, I, I do. I make a lot of money mm. from all of the foreigners I've been asked to store in my laundry. <laughs> uh, so is, is, it, is that your side hustle or would you say that's I'd your say main? I'd say that's my main business. Yeah, main yeah. business. <laughs> and, the, and the history stuff is 
just the writing of the books is the, the side hustle. It's here. it's 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 a cover. Yeah, Charles, uh, it's a cover. <laughs> it's a cover for the other yeah. intimate personal services yeah. I provide to the Australian government. Yeah, because in think, terms of uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, hunt hunt innovative uh, asylum seeker management mm. solutions. Well, a lot, call a lot of people have been asking how we keep the taste report going, and I think it is our. Asylum seeker housing solutions yeah. that, um, uh, but, <laughs> that that's paying the rent. I, th- I think I, th- I think I've got we've got at least ten of them here in the studio <laughs> with us. <laughs> exactly. They actually power the electricity for this. Uh, I, I, I know the, the, yeah. the, the poor poor kid from Bhutan is <laughs> pedalling that bicycle yeah. in the corner. See, would you say that's torture or just inhumane? Doing that. Oh, it's a fine line, Charles. It's a very fine line. <laughs> well, that's what I said to the judge. <laughs> <laughs> okay, David Hunt, pleasure as always. Mm. Will you come back and explain something else to us? No, no, Charles. No, Charles. <laughs> I have I have such a lucrative career uh, in, in, yeah. in, 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 in managing uh, uh, people less fortunate than myself. You don't know anything about particle physics, do you? Because we need to do a, an episode on superconductors at mm. room temperature at some point. No. No. Our gear is from Road. We are part of the Iconoclast Network. Catch you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.